Hey, what's up, family? Welcome to part 34 of my Purpose and Singleness course. My name is Joshua Ezzy. And for those who joining me for the very first time, uh, thank you so much for watching my video, for clicking on it. I hope you gain some um, insight. I hope you gain some value from this video. And uh, after watching this video, like, yo, I like the way this guy's spitting. I would love to have you a part of my community so I could be your coach online. But for those who's joining me live, come on in. Let me know what city, state, all this stuff you're watching from. Get your pens and pads ready because we're going to talk about how to teach people how to treat you. Again, today we're going to be talking about how to teach people how to treat you. And we're going to be talking about mistreatment and singleness. Let's get my notes up. We got some people. Jennifer, what's going on, sis? Thank you for joining me today. A. Rice says, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good to see you all, too. So come on in, everybody. If you're watching this later and you're a subscriber already, thank you so much for all your support. I hope you guys are continuously getting value from this. That's my goal. Oh, we got more people coming in. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Nick says, hey, Coach Miami here listening from work. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Vanita says, good morning, Coach, from Phoenix, Arizona. Thank you. Thank you. Sharetta King from Houston. Houston in the building. Good afternoon, Ebony. Uh, thank you for watching. Let's get right into it. Let's get our notes up because I have a lot of points. Today, we're going to be talking about, like I said before, how to teach people how to treat you. Let's get into my main thought. My main thought is this. People learn from observation. Don't forget, people learn from observation. How well do you serve you? Our main thought for today's discussion is this, is people learn from observation. How well do you serve you? The second thought that I want us to think about as we navigate these points is not everyone deserves to be in your class and not everyone will endure your class. These are the main thoughts for today. And as everyone's watching, go ahead and share. Let people know um, that you think that will benefit from this content. Let them know that I'm on live right now. Or if you're watching later, go ahead and share with them. And as everyone is coming in, make sure you, uh, if you haven't already, subscribe. Uh, like this video so this video can gain traction. Comment. Let's engage because I'm here to serve you all today. But the main thought, again, is this. People learn from observation. How well do you serve you? And the next point is not everyone deserves to be in your class and not everyone will endure your class. Let's get to the problem. Many people are under multiple forms of mistreatment. Many individuals, many singles, many people are up under multiple forms of mistreatment. They are not speaking up and showing up for themselves. It's okay to teach people how to treat you. And there is a way to teach people how to treat you. Let's go over that again. The problem. Many people up, are up under multiple forms of mistreatment. They are not speaking up and or showing up for themselves. It is okay to teach people how to treat you. And there is a way to teach people how to treat. Let's break that down. Many people right now are up under so many forms of mistreatment. And the issue is that many people don't even know themselves. It's unfortunate that many people right now are not speaking up for themselves or showing up for themselves. Like I said in the main thought, um, how well do you serve you? The first person that you must serve outside of God is yourself. But unfortunately, so many people don't know their proper use. They don't know how to be served because they don't know how to serve themselves. Get back into it. Many people are up under multiple forms of mistreatment, whether it's through uh, friends, family, uh, uh, relationships, companions, whatever. They're up, 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 up under multiple forms of mistreatment. They are not speaking up and showing up for themselves. It is essential for you to speak up for yourself, to show up for yourself, to speak and say, this is how I will be treated. Let's continue. 
It's okay to teach people how to treat you. And there is a way to teach people how to treat you. Let's keep going. Many people are unaware of their proper use. Many people are unaware of their proper use. Like I tell people this, when you look at the word abuse, abuse by definition is abnormal use. The reason why people aren't being improperly used is because they don't know their proper use. Let's get some definitions. Let's look at the word mistreat. Mistreat by definition, definition is to treat badly or abuse. Mistreatment or mistreat by definition is to treat badly or abuse. Or this person was meant to mistreat. I want to make sure I make that very clear. Mistreatment comes from people that mean that meant to mistreat you. It's unfortunate how many people are not able to observe that certain people in your life do not care about you. We live in a self-centered world. We live in a world where the Bible says that in the last days, people will be lovers of themselves. They will love themselves more than they actually can love. And what I mean by lovers of themselves, selfishly in love with themselves, self-centeredness, meaning that they don't really care about the needs of others. They only care about, care about how they can benefit. Listen, no need to fit if we don't both benefit. You see what I'm saying? There's no need to try to force fit someone in your life if both parties are not benefiting. That's the beauty of relationship. That's the beauty of friendship, that two people relate. Look at the definition of relationship. Being able to relate. That's why God went through great measures to send his son to die for us <clears throat> so that we can relate again. Because in the fall, we lost relationship. We no longer related with God. We was made creatively perfectly in the garden. And so since we were perfect and God was perfect, we, we related. But because of the fall and because we chose or because Adam and Eve chose to, to go to try to relate to their own agendas and plans or aspirations, they disconnected themselves from God. That's why God sent him sent his son in order for us to see an example and when the blood was shed it gave us an opportunity to have access again by the indwelling of the holy spirit in us that then now calls us because the payment has been paid and the spirit of god is indwelling in believers now we can relate again and that's relationship is do we relate in any endeavor does do our purposes relate do do our mindsets relate do our goals relate do our values and standards and bounds relate if not then we can no longer be in a relationship right but the issue is that many people do not understand mistreatment so mistreat by definition is to treat badly or abuse and like i said before abuse is abnormal use when someone is being abused, they are allowing themselves to be abnormally used. They are allowing themselves to be improperly used because they don't know their proper usage. Now, I put it right here beside mistreat is that they meant to mistreat. They meant to mistreat. Mistreat meant. They meant to mistreat. A lot of people have selfish connections, ulterior motives. Their whole purpose is intending to mistreat. All right. So when you look at mistreatment, don't try to get a benefit of the doubt of certain individuals. Certain people mean to mistreat you. They meant to mistreat you. Now let's go to the proper definition of treat. Treat by definition is to care for or deal with medically or surgically. Treat by definition is to care for or deal with medically or surgically. So partner treatment is from an individual is a person that genuinely cares for you. People who genuinely care don't mind caring. 
They don't mind carrying their load because they care for you. You know a person doesn't care for you when they don't carry for you, when they don't want to carry their load. When you're carrying them, that's why the Bible talks about not being unequally yoked. And you heard this analogy many times, especially on my channel, that when two people are unequally yoked, the weaker calf is not the one that, that is damaged, the stronger calf. And the issue is weak people love to attach themselves with strong people who are unaware that their strength is being misused. So what happens is they connect to this strong individual knowing that they will benefit. They know that that individual will not only carry their weight, but will carry their dead weight and also the carriage. So what are y'all carrying them together? Because that would be an unnecessary workload. So if you're carrying yourself, your goals, your aspirations, your dreams, your desires, your, your hopes, etc. And then you're also pulling someone else's uh, uh, aspirations or whatever. You're pulling somebody else and you're pulling their relationship, the children and everything. Then fam, you're unequally yoked. And, and the goal in life is not just to be on the same page. The goal in life is to endeavor to be on the same word and the same sentence and within the same paragraph that's on the same page. Being on the same page is not good enough anymore. Being on the same page may mean to a degree that we are in the proximity of ideals, but are we uh, exclusive in ideals? Are we specific in ideals? Are we connected uh, 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 in, 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 in tandem for purpose, right? So being in the same word, now it's one thing to be, we in the same sentence, but we're not in the same word. I can deal with that. We may be in the same paragraph, but not in the same sentence. I could deal with that because not every person in every relationship is going to be perfectly aligned. But if we're on the same page and I'm down here and you up here, then then or you on the other page, we're on the same page, but you're on the backside of that page, then we can still be off the marker. We can still be off our goals, right? Let's continue. So treat is to care for or to deal with medically or surgically. It is important to make sure that we are we have been treated, that we have been medically and surgically treated. In order for us to be cared for, in order for us to care. And to carry, we must be cared for. The only person that's able to care for you surgically and medically heal you is God. Many of us, we go to relationships, we go to people, we go to all these different things before we go to God. Everybody else is a nurse. God is the doctor. God is the doctor. God is the one that does the surgery. God is the one that prescribes uh, medical uh, scriptures that, that will uh, medicate in, in different other situations that will, that will help you become who you need to be. Only God can do that. See, I'm like for me, I'm not someone to, to do surgery on you, coach. I'm here to nurse. I'm here to check your blood pressure. I'm here to check your vitals. I'm trying, I'm here to check to show you that you are off in these different areas. And then I prescribe you to the doctor. I send you to the doctor. The doctor will be in shortly. And then that's when you'll be able to look at your vitals within your vessel and see is my vision off and my focus like I need to. And then you will, the doctor himself will begin to surgically care for you. So that you then can know how to self-care, which would then teach you how to care for others. And then that will teach you how to carry your load in relationships. Right. But if we're not cared for surgically and medically, if we're jumping into relationships and friendships and we haven't first dealt with our issues and we are we and due to us not knowing ourselves. Now we're connecting ourselves with other people that don't even know themselves. And then now we're in this puddle and pool of mistreatment. And we wonder why we cannot uh, be uh, available to nurse or be available uh, uh, to help others because we're all damaged goods. What are those areas in your life that's damaged? What are those issues in your life that you haven't dealt with? 
What's the purpose of getting in a relationship? What's the purpose of jumping in things and you know you haven't been dealt with? See, in order for surgery to be done, you have to be alone. And the issue is people don't want to be alone. But being alone is where surgery happens. And that's why you oftentimes see God begin to strip things out of your life. He began to pull people away. He began to remove things. He began to end relationships because he knows I have to bring you to myself. I have to bring you into the surgeon's room and do surgery. That's why your season right now of singleness is probably isolated. That's the reason why you find yourself with not a shortage on friends and, and people not being there. It's because God wants to do surgery. Because if we don't allow ourselves to be treated and cared for, how can we teach well if we haven't been treated well? How can we teach well if we are not well? Let's keep going. So mistreat by definition is to treat badly or abuse. And we talked about the reason why people are being abused. They don't know their proper use. And then it increases their usage rate. Now people are using them at a higher rate because they don't know their proper use. And people who are mistreaters are people who meant to mistreat. So mistreatment comes from people oftentimes. And I can't say all the time, but oftentimes they meant to mistreat. Now, treat by definition is to care for. In order for me to treat, you know, I got to care for. When was the last time you treated yourself? Not only does God need to treat you, you got to treat yourself. You, you the one that knows the temperament of your life. You know what you need. How can you teach well if you don't treat your own self well? See, I tell people before you are dateable, you got to date two people. Before you are dateable, we're not, we're not talking about dating someone as able. We're not talking about dating someone. We're talking about being dateable. Like, like dating is not just reserved for singleness or dating relationships. Like I have to date my wife often. I have to set a time and a date for us to relate, to make sure that we're relating, to make sure we're on the same word and the same sentence on the same page. And if I'm not on the same sentence as her, I'm trying to, I'm trying to catch up on my reading. If she's not on the same sentence as me, she got catch up. So we got a date. Dating is not just, oh, we dated and then got married. No, dating is we date until we buried. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And so what happens is most people are not dateable. You have to be able to date forever. So you got to be dateable. The reason why people are not dateable is because they're not making time to date God. And they're not making time to date themselves. You got to date God. What I mean by dating God, don't get crazy. Don't get spooky. What I mean by dating God is setting a time, setting a date where you can be alone with him to see if y'all relate. Because if y'all don't relate, you ain't going to relate to yourself. And if you can't relate to yourself, you're not going to be able to relate to purpose people. God, I don't want, I want people in my life who was meant to be in my life. I don't want every, I don't, just because you want doesn't mean it was meant. I want things that are meant for me. In order for me to know what's meant for me, I got to know God. So I got to date God first. I still date God to this day. I still date myself to this day so that I can remain dateable to my wife. So I can remain dateable for my children. When I take my daughters out, when I take my son out. You see what I'm saying? But if I can't relate to God, how would I know myself? And if I don't know myself, how would I know my person? How would I know my people? How would I know my positions? So in order to be data bold, we got to say, God, hey, man, on this time at this day, I'm going to make room. I'm going to make time. Jonathan McReynolds, I'm going to make room for you. I'm going to date you. I'm going to get to know you. I'm going to get to know myself. I'm going to go ahead and date myself as well. I'm going to take. I love to go hooping. I date myself. I take myself out to get some foods that I know my wife will not approve of. I go and date myself. I go get me on, on when I on my cheat days. You know what I'm saying? I go out there and I get my I get what I like. I eat what I like. 
You see what I'm saying? That just is what it is. I take myself out. You know what I'm saying? I don't get dressed up. I just take myself out. I just go like, woo, 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 gonna go eat. Or I go to the gym. I date myself. Because if I don't take care of myself, how can I care for my wife? Let's keep going. So treat means to care for or deal with medically or surgically. We're going to always need to be treatment from God. There's not a day where the doctor says, you don't have to come see me no more. God's going to say, you got to come see me every day. Because there's layers about you you are unaware of. There's aspects of yourself. Like right now, I don't know the depths of my heart. That's why I follow God. And in following God, he shows you the depths of my heart. And I let him treat that. So if, if I get an altercation with my wife and I see myself out of character or I see stuff sprouting up or I see stuff sprouting up wherever I am, I go right to the doctor every day. Hey, that's why at, at the end of every day, you got to assess your day before you go into tomorrow, assess your day and say, OK, where did I where was their mistreatment? Where did I mistreat myself? When, where did I, or when did I mistreat others? What are the root issues in my life that's causing me not to treat myself well? Who, who used me today that I did not, that I did not allow? See, there's nothing wrong with being used. I don't mind being used if it's understood. I don't mind being used if it's within the parameters of my use. I don't mind you guys using me for wisdom. I don't mind, but you, there's a price to it at certain junctures. You know what I'm saying? So there's it, nothing wrong with being used. There's it's something wrong with being abused. Right. So I got to look at my day. How was I used today? Who who took my kindness for weakness? How can I balance out the scales? That's important. Right. And so that's the issue. And that's right. The Lord also reveals things to you. And that's in you. That's essential. I got to go to God every night and say, God, where did I miss the mark? Where did I hit the mark? How can I improve my consistency in hitting the mark? Because God <clears throat> marked me. I want to hit the mark because I'm marked by God. I want to be a great representation of God. I want to be Christ in the world. I want to be a living, breathing epistle that people can read. So since God has marked me, I endeavor to try to hit the mark to the best of my ability. And where not, I assess where I can be a little bit more able in hitting that mark, right? So treat is to care for or deal with medically or surgery. Now let's talk about some mistreaters. Here are some mistreaters that are in our lives. Now we're not talking about, you know, I don't want you to start blaming folks. But here are people that could potentially mistreat you. And you got to assess each of these relationships. Let's look at parents. Parents are a mistreater. Some of us, the reason why we're not able to treat ourselves well and the reason why we're not well is because our parents didn't do us well. Some of us, our parents just didn't do a good job. Some parents, they did the best that they could, but they still missed the mark, right? So parents can be mistreaters. And if you're grown right now, and you know your mom and dad's abusive, like it's nothing wrong with, with lengthening the rope. See, there's a difference between cutting the rope and lengthening the rope, right? Cutting the rope means cutting people off, but there's certain people you just can't cut off, right? Some people you just got to lengthen the rope. So if I feel like you're tugging at me and you're, and I, when I tug, when I'm tugged, I'm offended all the time and your words are abusive, I lengthen the rope. Uh-uh. I'm not going to let you have that close access to me. I'm not going to let you be so close that every time you tug, I'm moved. But I'm lengthening the rope. Hey, I'm not going to come on Mother's Day. I'm not going to allow you to mistreat me. I love you. I'll call you on Mother's Day. See, there's limits to your treatment. So if a mom or dad is mistreating you and then they try to use reverse psychology and be like, well, I'm your mom, I'm your dad. What you do is, is you still show love and respect, but there's levels to your, to your distribution of it. There's levels to this. 
So if they're mistreating you, and when you go on Mother's Day, when you go on Father's Day, when you go on Easter or whatever, Resurrection Sunday, wherever you go, and they mistreating you, what you do is, I'm not going to that house. I'll call you. Hey, mom, happy Mother's Day. Why are you not coming to visit? Well, I want to make sure I clearly communicate that I don't like the way you treat me, but I love you. So I'm going to call you. I'm going to show you respect. I'm going to call you, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to put myself in that mistreatment. I'm not. So you call them and if they get offended, they get offended because I'm not, I'd rather you be offended and I'm free. I'd rather for you to be offended and not me be offended because I got to be on the offense. There's no need for me to be offended all the time and I can't score. What's the point of me always being offended and I can't get buckets? I don't always want to be on a defensive end. I want to get buckets. I want to score. You you play to win the game and you win the game by scoring in the game. Right. So that's what I mean by lifting the rope, because a lot of parents will try to be like, well, come see me. But they try mistreating you. There's nothing wrong. That's still showing respect. But you always before you show respect, you must have self-respect. So if they're disrespecting you in a in an area, you got to say, hey, I can't. I'm not going to come visit you. I'm sorry. I'm not going to come visit. I'll, I'll talk to you. I'll check up on you. I'll love you, but I'm not going to be in your presence for mistreatment. So parents can be mis mistreaters. You know what I'm saying? And you got to make sure that you protect. So, so what I mean by lifting the rope is, is that when you lifting the rope, <clears throat> you're not cutting them off. You just lifting, you dissing yourself because every time they tuck. Now, when the rope is long, the rope is long enough. If they fall off the cliff, you can still, you, mm -mm, come on, you still can be there to help them up if, if, you, if you needed to, if you need to. But when it comes to, uh, 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 just always being there because just because they your mama don't mean nothing. See, see what Jesus say when the, when the, when one of the disciples came up to him and said, yo, Jesus, um, your mama and your brother out here. He says, who's my mother? Who's my brother? Who's my mother? Who's my brother? Except for those that's in my, in the, in, in the kingdom of God. So what Jesus was saying is if you're not acting motherly, you're not my mother. See you, you, you brought me into this world. You planted a seed in my mind for me to be brought into this world. But if you're not being a mother and you're not being a father, and you're not my mother, you're not my father. Simple as that. If a, mo a mother is one who nurtures, if your mom's not nurturing, she's not your mother. She's your mom, but she's not your mother. If your father's not instructing you, he's not a father. You see what I'm saying? He's just a, a seed donor, sperm donor. <clears throat> so you still love them. You still show them respect, but you don't go, you don't walk into disrespect and then be abused. Simple as that. Also, mistreaters can be friends. Friends can be mistreaters. There's some people right now that are friends with benefits. They only want they only want to be your friend because you offer a lot. You offer free benefits, requirements before benefits, family. Before you offer benefits, before a job gives benefits, you have to first submit a resume. And when a resume is sent in, a person on the other end observes the resume. Us on our end, we're not smart enough to observe at some junctures to be able to discern who's genuine or not. So I let the Holy Spirit scan. There's certain people that smooth with it, but I've been in the game a long time. So I kind of know and recognize certain things, but even the very elect can be deceived. Right. And so I let God, let the Holy Spirit scan. Right. And so the issue is, is that we just accept people into our lives, give them benefits and they show up late for work all the time. They show up late. They steal from you. They steal uh, uh, um, um, things from the job. You see what I'm saying? So you can't you can't you got to make sure that 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 people are genuine friends and you got to not give your benefits. You friends, but 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 they benefit off the friendship more than you. Now, don't get me wrong. There may be seasons where people need you more, but it shouldn't be the last four years, the last five years. Right. If you show me your friends, you show me your future. Who are the people you surround yourself with? And I talk about this all the time. And you heard, I think, I forgot who said this quote, but it says small minds uh, talk about people. Average minds talk about events. 
big minds, large minds talk about ideas. What are the friends around you talking about? Do they always gossip about people? I can't be around you because I can't be here talking about other people, right? You know, I can't, I, if you're talking about events, hey, what are we talking about events for? You know, why are we talking about the game all the time? I can't be around you if all we talk about is the game. Or you surround yourself with people who got ideas. People like that, you got to surround yourself with. Because a friend is someone that's there with you to the end, man. And a friend is someone that has their own end in mind, not your end in mind. They, they have their end in mind. What I mean by that, they're not always in your business. They, they're distracted by their own goals. You ever been in a friendship where y'all haven't talked in months, but as soon as y'all get on the phone, it's like y'all talked every day? Those are pretty much good friends. But people you talk to every day, people there are people usually that need you every day. And I don't get me wrong. There are friendships where you talk every day. Don't get me wrong. But you got to assess why every day. Let's keep going. Now, another mistreater are companions or boyfriend, girlfriends, husband, wives. These can be mistreaters as well. And that's why it's important to, we'll get to some of these points on how to communicate your expectations, your boundaries, all that good stuff. But companions, you got to listen, man. The second, the second major decision you're going to make in your life outside of getting saved is selecting your companion. And, and you got to make sure that you're that they're solid. You got to make sure you got to ask certain questions. That's why I got a, a game, a, a, a board, a book called Dating Prep. Let me go ahead and plug that in right now. This book right here is called Dating Prep. And this book comes with a card game. I don't know if I have the cards. Uh, I don't think I have it. The card game, if you go to my website, Iamunplugged.com, go to Iamunplugged.com, this book, Dating Prep, all those in relationships right now, this book, Dating Prep, has questions in it. And if you get the card game, the card game has the same questions, right? And so in this book, it, it asks questions. And, and in the book, you have your answer and their answer. And it's important to ask, uh, who, who did you admire the most growing up? How is your relationship with your parents right now and why? How is your, what's your financial uh, literacy? These are certain questions. And there's three levels of questions. There's the cloud questions, the cement questions, and the corporation questions. Cloud questions are questions where y'all just met. We're on the clouds. We cloud nine. We just met. Oh, it's cute, cute, ooh, ooh, right? Cement questions is, all right, that cloud stuff is off. We, we off the clouds. We cement. We This is real now. Do we want to do this or not? Those are cement questions. Corporation questions is we're planning on getting engaged, we already engaged, or we're married. And here are some questions to see what kind of corporation or family tree we're going to build together. So that's the type of book and card game you need right now. And then once again, it's called Dating Prep. Um, and also it's on my website. I'm most make sure I post it and leave it up there for a little bit. Uh, is I am unplugged.com. Go to the books, card games, and there you will be able to get that book. But that book's essential when it comes to companions, right? Because, listen, we got to make sure that we, are, we, we, we we with people that God sent our way. Also, bosses and co-workers. They, listen, when God's your provider, when God's your source, you don't take mistreatment from bosses or co-workers. Uh, uh, nah. And it, the thing is, if you, it, that's why it's good to be led by God into professions and to jobs. Because if God leaves you there, they will leave before they let you go. They won't be able to let you go. Because especially if you're doing right. I'm talking about if you're doing right and you, we're talking about being a good employee. They can't get you up out of there. They can't get me up out of here. God put me here. And God will move them. Is that book on Amazon? Yes, it's on Amazon. My bad. Go to Amazon.com. Type in Joshua as you see my name right, right here. Right there, Joshua Ezzy. Type it in on Amazon. You get this book. Also, this course came from my book, 
uh, the purpose of singleness. So that's what this course came from. It's from this book. So I'm adding, I wrote this book three or four years ago. So I'm adding to this book more content uh, because I wrote that book so many years ago. So it's also on Amazon. You're so welcome. And so uh, they will be about the job before you will, especially if God placed you there. But, but there's a way to teach bosses and coworkers how to treat you. It's standing up for yourself, showing up for yourself. And if they threaten you, oh, well, God's my provider. Also, randoms and strangers. You can't take, you can't take mistreatment from randoms and strangers. It is what it is. Uh, leaders, certain leaders, spiritual leaders, uh, leaders will mistreat you to try to manipulate you and control you because of their position. Also, yourself, one of the, the biggest person, number one person that does the most mistreatment in our lives is us. Us. We mistreat ourselves more than anyone else. Because if you know how to treat yourself well, the mistreatment begins to minimize. Let's keep going. Now, causes to why people don't speak up or show up for themselves. The causes to why people allow mistreatment is this. Number one, a desperate need for love and attention. The reason why people allow mistreatment, allow these things to go on, because they desperate need for love and attention. And it, it spans from, from how we was raised. But see, it doesn't matter how we're how we were raised. It's about when Christ was raised. See, when Christ was risen, when he real, when he rose and he was raised, then it doesn't matter how we were raised because now we have fellowship with Christ, especially those who are saved. So because he was raised, it eliminates how I was raised. Now I can no longer make that an excuse. I can no longer make that excuse anymore because Christ was raised. And because he was raised, now I can rise to a level of maturity because God will be my source and supply. And no matter how I was mistreated, no matter how other people did me or when I was raised or or, or praised or whatever it is in, in, our, in our teenage years, etc. no matter all that kind of stuff, because of Christ now, I can be made well. But the reason why people allow it because they're desperate need. The only person you need, hear me closely. The only person you need is God. That's it. I don't need my wife. If I need my wife, my need for her will turn into perversion. I don't need her. I want her. Want is different than need. Right? Need means I desperately need. Now we need water. We need food, but we don't desperate. We don't need those things more than God. We need God. Because if if I know, if I know that I desperately need God and I need him every minute, every hour, every second, every millisecond. If I know I need him every minute, every hour, oh, I need thee. You see what I'm saying? If, I, if I'm on that on that thought pattern, then, then all my needs will be met. But, but the issue is, is that many people, they desperately need love and attention. So as long as you in my life, girls, be just because the guy's giving you attention, now you in detention. Now, because the guy, the girl is giving you attention, now you in detention now. Now you are strained. Now you're stuck in this small corner of place and punishment and torment because you need attention. Low self-esteem, number two, low self-esteem. People don't, people don't love themselves. They don't know their value. You got to know your worth, fam. Listen, you got, you got, you got to know your worth and add tax. I know my worth and add tax. You just listen, I know my worth. And 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 due to me knowing my worth and where my worth comes from, which comes from God, then I determine my, my interactions with people. I determine if it's worth it. <laughs> when I know my worth is God, comes from God, I know my worth. And then when I enter, engage other people, I, I determine if it's worth it because I know my worth. How can I know if it's worth it if I don't know my worth? The issue is we're, 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 we're forfeiting ourselves to things that ain't even worth it. Because if you don't know your worth within, you don't know if it's worth it. This Some of the relationships that you in right now ain't even worth your time. It ain't even worth it. 
The moment you know your worth, you'll know if it's worth it or not. See, I know my worth. I don't care if, if I was friends with a person for years. I don't care who they is. If it ain't worth it, we out. I count my losses. Listen, my mindset is wins and lessons, fam. Wins and lessons. Ain't no wins and losses. Uh-uh. If it ain't worth it, it ain't worth it. But when you don't know your worth is God and you don't know your own worth, you won't even be able to determine if it's worth it. Some of the stuff we're in right now ain't even worth their time. And I tell you all the time, you spell time, L-I-F-E. If it ain't worth your time, it ain't worth your life. It's simple as that, man. What are the things in your life right now? Why is it worth it? Is it really worth it? But you won't know if it's worth it if you don't know your own worth. Let's keep going. So low self-esteem. Some people, the reason why they're stuck in stuff that ain't worth their time, fears and false sense of security. So a girl will stay with a guy because of her false sense of security. She don't even know her own worth. See, listen, that's why ladies and men, it's important to know your purpose before you meet a person. It is essential for you to know your purpose before you meet a person. Why? Because when you know your purpose, you know your person, right? And then that person will have a purpose. If that person doesn't have a purpose, then you will be stuck feeding them and they'll be draining from your purpose, right? But 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 you got to have your own. Ladies, you got to have your own. You There's no longer, no longer need for you to be looking. There's nothing wrong with a man who's financially secure, but you got to be secure yourself financially. What's the purpose of asking a man or being with a man who's financially secure, but you financially illiterate and vice versa, men too. We have to be equal scales. We have to be balanced. We have to, we have to say, you know, uh, uh, why ask for something that you don't have in stock? Why ask for something, asking God to, to send you something that you don't have in stock for yourself? Look at your own shelves. What do you have on stock? Look at the shelf of your heart. What do you have in stock? Do you have good character? Do you have integrity? Are you financially literate? Are you, do you have strong discernment? Do you know how to pray? You see what I'm saying? Like, 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 like we, uh, ladies know how to slay, but do they know how to pray? You see what I'm saying? Men know how to pay, but do they know how to pray? It's different. It's levels to this, right? But this false insecurity, man, you got to make sure that you bring something to the table so it balances things out. And so that you'll be able to look at somebody and be like, listen, I got mine. Where yours at? You know what I'm saying? Where yours? I don't got time to be connected with people that's just going to be draining me from my purpose. How can I be successful? Let's keep going. So the reason, the causes to why people are um, engaging with things that's not worth their time, worth their life, their desperate need for love and attention. But the perfect love of God casts out all fear. So when you know that you you depend on the ultimate love, who is God, and you He has your under He He's giving you His undivided attention. That's what's beautiful about God. God is so omnipresent that He can give everyone His undivided attention. That's how dope He is. You see how Siri is. God is a billion times available than Siri is. You know when you see Amazon Echo and you got Siri, you be like Siri, look this up, and it's it's right there. Amazon Echo is right there. God is a billion times better than that. God is a billion times greater than Google. God is greater than Google. It's crazy that we search Google more than we search God. But what I'm saying is, is that God is sitting there looking at you like this. You have my undivided attention. That's the depths of my omnipresence. I, I, I'm looking at you while looking at them, while looking at, and I'm giving you my full Godness. Do you understand that God is not, not only giving you his full attention, but he's giving you access to his full Godness? That he's like, man, I'm giving you access to me, my fullness. Not only am I giving you my fullness, I gave you the fullness of myself and my spirit in you. But the reasons why people 
um, are easily mistreated or allow mistreatment is their desperate need for love and attention, low self-esteem and fears and false insecurity. Let's keep going. Now, signs of mistreatment. Real quick, let me go through this so I can get to my uh, five points. Signs of mistreatment. Uh, a person. These are signs of people who are mistreaters and, 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 and if you're in a mistreated situation, they're controlling and manipulative. They want to control everything you do. They want to control like parents. They want to control the college you go to. They want to control the degree. They try to live vicariously through you because their life sucked and because they, they had baby out of wedlock and all this stuff happened in their life. They want to control your life. You got friends that want to control you because they know if they can control you, they don't have to worry about elevating. The reason why friends, some friends or some people get mad when you elevate is because you become a mirror. You become you become a mirror that shows them that they're not growing. So they're trying to control your energy by killing your dreams, killing your ideas, because they know the bigger your head gets, the higher you go. We're not talking about pride, but the more you begin to get a bigger brain and start thinking big, then you will leave their small life. Also, people you in a relationship with, they'll be controlling manipulative because they know the same thing as a friend. They want to control everything you do. They check in with you all the time. Listen, listen, you don't want to be in a relationship with a person got to check in with you all the time. <clears throat> you that insecure that because of that past relationship that you got to check in with me all the time to make sure I'm not doing X, Y, and Z. That just shows you, 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 you don't love yourself. It shows you either you mistreating yourself. If you are a controller and manipulative person, this is for both sides. I want you to look at yourself. I want you to look at the person that you're with. Are you controlling and manipulative? That's a sign that you're a mistreater as well. Also, are they, are they controlling and manipulative? Are they overly emotional? You want to be with someone that's a lake, not a river. You want to be somewhere like nobody goes to a river to relax. <laughs> People go to lakes to relax. People go to beaches to relax. And sometimes the water's still. That's waves. There's something refreshing about the waves. See, you want to be, look, that's different. You don't want somebody who's always rushing. I don't mind going to the beach because what are you bringing in? You know, I want to be with someone that can bring you, what you bring in the waves, you bring it in, you bring it in, bring in, bring in, right? I'm not saying selfish, but you know what I mean? You bring in stuff and she's bringing in, etc. stuff in as well. But you want to be with someone that's at ease all the time. You don't want to be with someone overly emotional. You walking on eggshells. Do people walk on eggshells around you? And do you walk around eggshells around them? That's signs that that's signs that you are a mistreater or you are in a relationship that's mistreat that's 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 mistreating you. Also verbally abusive. Do people yell all the time, throw insults, jokes with jabs, make threats? They're verbally abusive. Get out. You know what I'm saying? That's mistreatment. Are you verbally abusive? Let's keep going. Not considerate and freeloading is a sign of mistreatment. Are you are, are you considerate? Are they considerate? Are you freeloading? Are they freeloading? Let's keep going. Physical abuse. That's self-explanatory. Listen, you throw them hands. I'm throwing pans. <laughs> hey, you want to throw hands, throw pans. E either way, I'm throwing pans and I'm going out the door. Okay? You want to throw hands? I got something for you. I'm going to throw a pan your way in your face. And then I'm out this relationship. If they physically abusive and they can't control their emotions, they don't got no self-control, get up. Uh-uh. That's mistreatment. Inconsistency is a form of mistreatment. You want to be with someone that you can predict. Man, if you can't predict, they ain't legit. If you can't predict, they ain't legit. My wife should be able to predict my patterns. She knows about, she know I come home just about the same time every Predicting someone can save their life. If you, if, like with Michael Jordan's situation, when his dad was murdered, his wife knew something was wrong because he wasn't, he wasn't at home at a certain time. He said he was going to be home so now. And he's like, oh, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't normal. That's the same thing with life. 
if it ain't, if you can't predict it, it ain't they ain't legit with it. It's that simple. You got to be able to predict them. They go to work at this time. They eat their lunch at this time. They come home at this time. They usually call me around this time. They check up on me around this time. They come home at this time. They do this at this time. They eat this at this time. They should be predictable. If they inconsistent, that's a form of mistreatment. Or it's going to set you up to be mistreated. Next point, they make you feel you're always wrong. They make you feel that you're always wrong. If you're always wrong, you're always wrong. Make sure I make that clear. If you're always wrong, you're always wrong. You know what I'm saying? But if you know you're right and they try to make you feel wrong, that's mistreatment. Uh, you ain't trying to manipulate me and make me think I'm wrong. I, that's right. Patterns. That's what. That's the word I was looking for. Patterns. What are they? Patterns. What are they? Uh, patterns. What are they? Thought patterns. What are they? Life patterns. What are they? Habit. Habitual patterns. What are they? Speaking patterns. You got to know all their patterns before you go down the path with them. You got to check a person's patterns before you allow them to come on the path with you. Let's keep going. This is good stuff. Um. They're always critical. Always critical. Keep going for time's sake. I'll be trying to keep these videos short, but when you a teacher, when the teaching gift is on you, teaching noise is on you, it is what it is, friend. Now, how to teach. Now, how to teach people how to treat you, right? Um, and also, I have a worksheet. I think I have a worksheet. Anyway, if I don't, it is what it is. How, uh, some points I want to give real quickly. How to teach me. Before I get into my T-E-A-C-H points, let's talk about this. Before you expect... Before you expect, you must inspect and detect. Before you expect from something from someone, before they expect something from you, you have to inspect and detect. See, I don't mind communicating my expectation with you if we're in a relationship. I can't expect everyone to meet my expectation. That's when I just I have, I have, a, I have free will. I can just walk away. If a stranger mistreats me, I don't got to communicate my expectation with a stranger. I'm like, hey, man, you just not. I'm just going to distance myself from you, right? But the issue is, many of us don't take time to inspect. We got to inspect people before we connect to people. Whew. We got to inspect people before we connect with people. Inspect them. Before a house can be a livable, before a house can be livable, it has to be inspected. So inspectors come to inspect throughout the process, to inspect throughout the process. Look, why y'all friends inspect throughout the process, silently inspect. I always tell people, take mental notes, take mental notes. If you're in a friendship right now, I'm not telling you to cut it off right now, but just every now and then as the house, as the friendship is being built, let inspect. The inspectors come at, at different points of a house being built. So just keep inspecting and take mental notes because people can mean well and start well, but they may not end well. All right. So some you may be in a good friendship right now, but it doesn't mean it's going to be a good friend later. I've been in friendships where it was good in the beginning and it didn't end well. It's, it's That's life. Relationships where it started off well and it felt well and it didn't end well. But that's why you got to constantly inspect. You got to constantly allow the Holy Spirit to teach you how to detect. Look at red flags. You got to detect. Ah, a small red flag is still a red flag, fam. Little foxes spoil the vines. So you got to inspect, detect, expect. I'm inspecting, I'm detecting, and I'm expecting. Let's keep going. In order to teach well, you must treat well. I'm just giving you some points that can help you. In order to teach well, you must treat well. How can you teach if you're not well? Let's keep going. Let's get to my main points. Now, how to teach people how to treat you. T-E-A-C-H. I think I have two points for each. How to teach well. Number one, by treating yourself and others well. 
Now, how do you teach someone how to treat you? You got to treat yourself well. We talked about that previously. You got to teach yourself well. Treat You got to treat yourself well by teaching yourself how to treat you. You have to teach yourself how to treat yourself before you can expect somebody else to treat you well. Like I said before, people learn from observation. People learn from observations. So if they're observing how you treat you, if they're if they are a mistreater, they're going to treat you. They're going to treat you at the level of your treatment. Now, don't get me wrong. Some people are not meaning to mistreat you. They're sometimes you got to teach them how to treat you. So what you do is they may be accustomed to treating people a certain kind of way. They may have been accustomed because that's how mama treat them. That's how they dad treated them. That's how they ex treated them. So some people are not bad. They're not bad people. They just got to be taught. But if you don't know, how can you let them know? So when your relationship right now or the friendship right now or whatever, or with parents, <clears throat> you got to say, no, no, listen, right now I have evolved. I have grown in my walk with God. I have grown in my understanding of God. I've grown in my understanding of myself. And this is how I'm going to show you how to, I'm going to show you how to treat me. I don't like the way you talk to me like that. I just don't. I love you, mom, but I, don't yell at me. I'm 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 thirty something. I'm not talking about me. I'm just giving an example. Um, dad, uh, no, I I can't help you with that. Um, that's just not how I wrote. And you smile with it. You're nice with it, but because you taught yourself how to treat yourself and you know your worth, then your eyes become open. Oh, you've been treating me like this. Uh, 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 uh. we ain't gonna go for that no more. By treating yourself and others well. People are from observation. You got to treat you got to treat them well. How can you expect someone to treat you well if you ain't treating them well? And you get mad when they walk away from the well because your well is dry. Your well is dry. And you mad because no. How can you expect someone to treat you well and fill your well if your well is dry and you're not offering any type of wellness? Let's keep going. By treating yourself and others well. You can't teach well if you're not well. So what I mean is you got to let God treat you, make you well. So when you're well, then you'll be like, oh, you start guarding your well. Oh, <clears throat> when you get your wellness from God and you learn how to treat yourself well, you start guarding your well. Uh, -uh You can't drink from this well. Uh, -uh I, I'll get see. Then the measurements are different. The measurements are different. Some people just need a teaspoon from you. I I'll give you. I'll give you what you need. Just a teaspoon. This, uh, -uh. Mm -hmm. there you go. At least you got something. Some people they'll they a tablespoon, but you guarding your well. No, no, you just uh, uh, you coming to me with a gallon for? What? You, why you coming to me with a gallon? Uh, you don't deserve a gallon from me. Oh, you put you you coming with a truck? No, uh, mm -mm. put them gallons up. I you guard your well. When you, when you become well, you guard your well. Some people get a teaspoon. Here you go. Some people get a tablespoon. Some people get a third of a cup. Some people get half a cup. Some people get a cup. Some people get a pint. Some people get a liter. Some people get a gallon. My wife, the whole well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> God gets the whole well. My wife gets the whole well. Everybody else, oh well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You get what I offer. That's what happened when you are well. You guard the well. Mm -mm. Don't let people pull up with five gallons and they a teaspoon person. Some people don't even deserve a teaspoon. Some people don't even deserve a, a little, you know, little thing that you, you a little drop. Mm -mm. But see, when you are well, 
You guard the well. Uh, by treating yourself and others well, you can't teach well if you're not well. Next point. Yeah, that, that's right. That's right. Oh, well. Oh, well, fam. Let's keep going. Uh, the other T, write out what you will and will not tolerate. That's how you teach people. Before, before you can give the lesson, before you can teach a class, a teacher prepares. Before a teacher gives a lesson, she or he prepares the lesson, right? So before you teach someone how to treat you, prepare the lesson. What are you teaching? Before you teach, but sometimes you may, you may, and it has to be a, it has to be a breathable document because the more you learn about you, the more you determine how you're going to be treated, right? And that's how it is. So what happens with me, or uh, you, when I'm in school, I prepare my Bible lesson. What's the point of standing in front of people and, I, and I'm free? I'm freestyle now. I can't freestyle. It is what it is. I woo, woo, get the tr drop the beat. I'll freestyle the Bible lesson. There ain't nothing. This in me, fam. It's in me. That's right. You got to prepare the lesson before you teach. That's right. And so the issue is, we don't even know our standards and boundaries and values. You 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 got to write out the lesson. You got to write out the lesson and say. This is what I will or will not tolerate from myself first and then others. I will not tolerate being late for me anymore. You got to treat your own self like a Fortune 500 company. I will not tolerate this for myself. I will not tolerate that for myself. Therefore, I won't tolerate this. For if I'm not yelling at myself, why am I going to let you yell at me, fam? If I don't cuss myself out, why am I going to cuss you out? Or why am I going to let you cuss me out? If I don't hit myself, how am I? Fam, you want these pans? I don't throw hands. I throw pans, fam. So you can try me if you want. Wop, wop. I, I, them handhelds. You know what I'm saying? You, listen, what I'm saying is you got to be you got to be able to say, hey, this is what I accept and what I don't accept. And when and when that comes across your table and they're they're doing something else. But I know I don't I don't tolerate that. But when you desperately need them, you let stuff slide. No, no, no. no. I only need God, fam. Do you want this job or not? Do you want to be my friend or not? Do you want to be my husband or not? Do you want to be my wife or not? Do you want to be this? No, what, what, what is? What you want? What you want? What you want? You got to prepare the lesson before you teach the class, fam. What are your values? What are your standards? What are your goals? What are your aspirations? What does God require of you? That's the first, that's the first few paragraphs on that document. God says we're not doing this before marriage. So I'm we what you what? Why are you touching my thigh for? <laughs> Why you why you try to come over for? Why you touching my thigh? Because if they compromise God, they're gonna compromise you. If they don't respect God, they will inevitably disrespect you. So this is what I listen. And the issue is the higher your standard, the slimmer the pickings. And that's okay. I only listen, I don't I, I don't care about who's all out there. I'm already married, so I'm giving an example for y'all. It doesn't matter who's out there. What's meant for you is meant for you. Who cares about the ratio between men and women? There's more women here than men. There's more men here than who cares? Have you interviewed everybody in Australia yet? Have you been to Belgium? Have you been to Texas? Have you literally scanned the whole world? Where do these stats come from? Do they really go to every other person? But are you single or are you married? Put, they don't They don't check everybody. God's the only one that can check everybody. Woo God's the only one that can check everybody. So why are we sitting there uh, 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 bringing our standards down? Because the pickings are slim. Slim to who? God ain't going to get everybody married because ain't nobody willing to be in God's will. But all things work together for the good. 
to them who love God and are called according to. See, when you love God, you love to be in the will of God. And if you know your purpose and answer the call according to his purpose, a wife will come. A husband will come. Children will come. Money will come. Job will come. Entrepreneurial success will come because you love God and you are called according to his purpose and you desire his will above everything else. So, oh, keep your standards high. Keep your standards biblical. Keep your standards most high. That's why you keep. Keep your standards most high because my standards is where the most high is. And if you ain't in him, then we ain't supposed to be with each other. That's facts. That's on period. Like the kids be saying. But you got to prepare the lesson before you teach the lesson. So write out what you will and will not tolerate from yourself and others. Let's keep going. E, find a relatable example. In order to teach people how to treat you, find a relatable example. Find somebody that you can learn from. See, I, I love getting my advice from healed people, not hurt people. Healed people will let you know, uh-uh, you don't, uh-uh, don't, uh-uh, don't let him treat you like that. Where they do that at yet? They do that in Miami? Where they do that at? You got to surround yourself with a relatable example. Someone that's going, that you can go to and say, hey, am I treating myself well? They'll look you in the eye and be like, you ain't treating yourself right, fam. Go, 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 go to the beach or something. Go, 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 go get you a slice of cake. You also want to surround yourself with people that's, that's an example of how well they treat themselves financially, how well they treat themselves emotionally, spiritually. Look at these couples who are married for 40 plus years and they're happy. You know, when you want to, you want to know the temperament of a house, check the spouse. The Holy Spirit is teaching us on the day. In order to uh, 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 know the temperament of a house, check the facial expression of the spouse. Look at the spouse. Look at the spouse. You know how the house is being taken care of. But you, but you got you to find an example. People who will let you know who are healed, who will say, that's not how we do things. That's not how you, that's not how you dress, baby girl. That's not how you carry yourself, baby girl. Young man, that's not how you, that's not how you treat a woman. Uh-uh, no, no, do that. Don't do that. This is how, this how you communicate how you feel, right? Let's keep going. You got to find a, a relatable example. And by setting realistic, realistic expectations, how to treat people, you got to have, you can't tell people to go to the moon. They don't got no rocket. You want the person to go to the moon, but you don't got no rockets to offer. You can't, you can't, you can't, you have unrealistic expectation and then be like, they're not treating me well. And what, and here's an example. <clears throat> You're used to a way of life and you met a man who's making good money, right? But he, uh, he's not able to offer you what you were around. And all of a sudden now you expect him to buy you Gucci purses and Prada bags and all this kind of stuff. He's like, no, that's not, that's not what we own. That's unrealistic expectations. Unrealistic expectation is, is asking a woman to give up her, her body and, 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 and y'all not married. That's unrealistic expectation. Oh, she's not treating me well because she's not giving you no treatment. So you mad at her because she's not giving you no treatment sexually. And now you feel like you're not being treated well. That's not what we're talking about, fam. That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about that, that type of treatment. That treatment comes after you treated her with a ring and you at the altar, fam. That is what it is. You know what I mean? So you can't sit there and be like, here's my expectations. And if you don't meet these carnal, worldly, uh, uh, not even most high expectations, then you're not treating me well. That's not what we're talking about. So you got to set realistic expect expectations. Why am I going to teach uh, chemistry to a, to, to a fourth grader? In fourth grade, we going, we're doing multiplication. I can't expect the child to understand pre-cal if they don't know the multiplication tables. You see what I'm saying? How can I, how am I going to teach algebra to a, to a third grader? Now, you hear what I'm saying? It's an analogy. So what I'm saying is, if y'all at a certain level, let's grow to cow together. 
like we're talking about growing we're building together don't get me wrong we both when you meet somebody y'all both should be built and then y'all build you see what i'm saying and so what i'm saying here is that what am i saying you got to set realistic expectations you can't expect these expectations from one first off don't expect anything from anyone that you don't expect from yourself now I don't mind expecting financial. Like, don't don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with expecting financial literacy when you want to date somebody. Now you got to be financially literate. You got to be sexually committed. You got to be you got to be self controlled. Like like well, that is what it is. That we're not talking about those. We're talking about unrealistic, unattainable. Uh, God ain't even expecting that from them. Don't expect anything from anyone that you don't first expect from yourself, and don't expect anything from anyone that God doesn't expect from them. Let's keep going. Next point. We in the A's? Okay. Hey, by clearly establishing and articulating your boundaries, expectations, etc. By clearly articulating your boundaries. You got to clearly articulate them. You got to be a good communicator. We're going to talk about that in this course a little bit later about having people skills and communication and relationships. You got to be able to cl clearly establish after you don't talk, the, after you have prepared the lesson, after you determine your worth, etc. Now you got to clearly articulate those things. Uncommunicated expectations is just as bad, if not worse, than unrealistic expectations because at least the unrealistic ones have been communicated. You have to communicate your expectations. This is what I expect in this class, respectfully. <laughs> okay, this is what I expect. Now, Michelle Miller says, I know you. That's why I'm going to help you out. How do you know what God don't expect from them? Uh, um, by the word of God, we're talking about that kind of stuff. Um, if God don't expect them um, to, to steal, kill, stuff like that, if God don't expect that biblically, that's right. Yeah, it's not fair otherwise. But yeah, how do you not know? Yeah. You, first off, they got to know their purpose for them to know what God expects from them. But we're not, if God's not expecting them um, um, to sleep with you and stuff like that, then you shouldn't expect it. That's what I meant by that. Let's bring, let's bring this back up. Uh, here we go. You got to clearly articulate. I have a two pearl limit. I have a two pearl. You're so welcome, Michelle. I have a two pearl limit. The first pearl is, here it is. Here's my expectation. Here's what I, you know, uh, if, the, if the conversation's needed, right? Um, here are my expectations. Here is my boundaries when it needs to communicate. I give the first pearl. So if an incident occurs with a friendship, <clears throat> or incident occurs in my marriage and vice versa, my wife, this is all the time, probably more than me. <laughs> that's, just, that's just women for that's just Men, we just be, we just be. But when it comes to have a conversation, you know, we need to talk. Nah, that's dreadful. You know, we need to talk about it. Man, fam, all right, we need to talk. And then you communicate. I communicate the pearl. This is how I like to be treated. When I meet with my students, listen, this is how, this is how Mr. Ezzy rolls now. Come on now. The second pearl is just in case you didn't hear me clearly the first time. I don't offer third pearls. We'll let that rest there. But you have to clearly uh, establish and articulate your boundaries. The issue is we've given out 15, 20 pearls, enough pearls to make a necklace. And then you put them on, you put the necklace on them. No, you get two pearls and that's it, fam. After that, we're done. Because I don't gave you two opportunities to get it together. Now, if you're trying, that's different. But it, but if you're lying, that's different too. Also, you got to make people earn access to the other classes you teach. I wrote this later on. I was doing this right, but I wrote this later. Make people earn access. <clears throat> you allowing dropouts to come back to school? You have to earn access to the next level of teaching. 
I can't teach how to treat me in marriage until you first earn to date me. <laughs> Why am I going to teach you how to marry me if we if we just friends? They have to earn access to that different level of class. You, no fourth graders in pre-cal. No fourth graders in 12th grade English. You got to earn that. You got to, if you don't pass this level, you ain't get to the next level. So we, so you shouldn't be on the phone talking about, uh, this, how oh, this, uh, oh, I will be this kind of wife to you. What kind of husband you will be to me? You can't dream that far. Mm-hmm. We, if we ain't, if we ain't, if we ain't close to there, we ain't going to talk about there. They have to earn access to that different level of class to prove to them, to prove to you that they're, that they, that they're learning. So when you in a talking stage, a friendship stage, then you you I tell kids all the time. I get a lot of kids that come in and be like, um, uh, I don't. And it's this is a different generation, man. I, they, they treat their friends like relationships, but it's cool. So they'll like, I don't know if she should be my BFF anymore. I said, okay, that's fine. I said, there's levels to it. Like like, she may not be BFF, but she might be B, or she might be F. So you don't have to kick her out of your life. You just got to say, you know what? You're no longer my best friend. You're my friend. So I'm going to treat you like my friend. If that person ain't a friend, then I'm going to treat you like an associate. If you're not being a good associate, I'm going to treat you like a devil worshiper. <laughs> See what I'm saying? But they have to earn access to the other classes. You can't be teaching how they should marry, how they should treat you as a husband, teach you as a wife, if they haven't first passed the first class of being a friend. Because they can't pass, if they can't, if a kid can't pass multiplication, they're not going to pass algebra. Simple as that. If they can't pass being a friend, how are they going to be able to go through and endure with you? If they can't pass the less, the first class of being a friend, how are they going to be a husband? If they can't pass the first class of being a friend, how are they going to be a wife then? See what I'm saying? It's levels to this. They have to earn access. So you don't teach all your lessons. You teach the lessons that's fit for that particular place. Uh, we in the C's now, right? How to teach people how to treat you, C? By being consistent. You got to be consistent. You can't be confusing people due, due to being inconsistent. You got to be consistent. These are my standards. You can't be like, oh, well, we don't sleep around and then y'all on top of each other every other night. That's going to confuse the man. You know, men got two heads. You can't tell this head one thing and then show that other head a different. <laughs> you can't. You got to be consistent. You can't tell her one thing and then show her another thing. You got to be consistent. This is what this is what I've been on. I've been on this in my singleness, so I'm on this in this dating relationship. I'm on this. I know, no, no. Why are you calling me at this time? We all you got you got to be able to say, hey, these are my boundaries. If you cross them, then you ain't been on the cross. Then <laughs> if you crossing this, you ain't been on the cross. You ain't died to yourself today, boo boo. Don't come to me unless you're dead, fam. I ain't gonna come to you unless I'm dead. I want the spirit to be alive. And you can't be over here uh, uh, talking about we don't do this. And then ladies be doing it sometimes. Oh, I'm waiting till Mary and you sitting on his lap. He should be able to control himself. No, fam. Ain't no man in the world can control that part of his world. And you on top of the world, sitting on the top of the circle of his world. And you expect him not to want to curl up. And, and see what I'm saying? Don't sit there and be like, well, you should have enough self-control. No, no, no. Ain't no such thing. We got two heads here, fam. I'm a two-headed monster. <laughs> I'm a two-headed monster. You expect me not to be crazy and you over here looking good, looking like a goddamn snack? And you don't think I want to attack? Anyway, you got to be consistent. Also, you got to celebrate growth. How to teach people how to treat you? Celebrate growth. Nobody's going to grow if you don't celebrate it. That's in everything. 
you can't have these expectations and, 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 and you have to have expectation with empathy. You got to celebrate their growth. Mixed signals. That's right, Miranda. Mixed signals. You, you got to celebrate their growth. Man, I appreciate you for doing that. I love that. And even with communication, I call it a spicy chicken sandwich. The two buns is celebrate and a spicy chicken sandwich is critique. So anytime you have a conflict with someone that you love that's working hard for you and you want to critique this, how you critique, you start off with uh, number one, celebrate them. I really celebrate you, man. Thank you for being who you are to me. I've never met and then start celebrating them. I never met someone that was just so kind like you. You really improve it. And then you hit them with, but I, but I would really appreciate that, 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 you know, this is how I've been feeling. Start off with that. This is how I've been feeling lately is that, you know, um, um, this right here is not really, uh, uh, I really feel this way right now, but I know you're doing your best. That's how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's what I'm saying. So you got the bread of the, celebrate them. Then you put the spicy part and then you celebrate them again. That's how they feel like they, that, that y'all both can win with each other. But if you don't celebrate growth and you always critique, uh, uh, why they're not at this certain level, then you are mistreated and you suck. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm just joking. I'm just, I'm in my bag right now. I'm sorry. Please excuse me. But you got to celebrate growth. Uh, H, by teaching from a healed place. You can't, when you hurl, you hurl from hurt. Hurt people hurt people. Nobody got time to hear how you deserve to be treated and you and you doing all this. This how I'm supposed to be. Nobody, nobody, don't show them hands. Them hands so disrespectful. You see all that, all that, all that? Come on, man. Pull that back. You, you 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 can't you can't just be all hands in the face. You got to be healed. You got to be in a healed place. This I mean this is how I'm supposed to be treated. And I'm like, fam, look at your life. You expecting me to be a wife to you? Look at your life. Look at your life, fam. You expect me to 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 do this, man. You see what I'm saying? You got to teach from a healed place. Healed place. Last but not least, H, by not holding yourself hostage if improvements haven't been made. People hold themselves hostage. Some, some friendships you should have been left. Certain, certain relationships y'all should have been done. But you're not going to be over. You're not going to get rid of it if you don't know who you are in Christ, man. You got to know your value. You got to know your worth. People hold themselves hostage in relation they should have been walked away from. God has opened the cage, fam. And the reason why many of us can't leave is because we're soul tied. We're tied to the individual. That's why you can't awaken love before it's time. That's why you can't just spend all the time in the world with individuals. You get attached. I got a book for that called The Purpose of Freedom. You see that cage, that little bird? God, whom the sun sets free, is free indeed. That cage has been open for years for a lot of people, but freedom is not the opportunity for freedom. Freedom is walking in the freedom. And so in that book, I talk about soul ties and strongholds. I have a ton of videos on soul ties and strongholds. So check out my YouTube channel and just type in soul ties, Joshua Ezzy. But you can go to my website. I am, oh, just go to Amazon. Go to Amazon because people don't like to do two clicks. Just go one click. Go to Amazon, type in Joshua Ezzy. You'll see that there. But but listen, you worth more than this mistreatment, fam. You got to teach yourself how to treat yourself so you can teach people how to treat you. And so real quick, let's go over these points real quickly. Um, in order to teach how to treat you, you got to you by treating yourself and others well. <clears throat> number two, uh, write out what you will and will not tolerate. Oh, my bad. Write out what you will and will not tolerate. 
E, find a relatable example and by setting realistic examples. A, by clearly establishing and articulating your boundaries and make people earn access to the other classes you teach. C, being by being consistent, by celebrating growth. And H, by teaching from a healed place and by hold by not holding yourself. <laughs> I had to put not, not, Medea, not. And, you know, make sure you're not holding yourself, um, et cetera. I do offer coaching. I got you, Michelle. Um, my coaching right now is reserved for my Patreon. Let me make sure I post that. My for doers only Patreon. If you want coaching of any kind, every um, Saturday at two o'clock, I do a, a Zoom call. And my coaching is what, at whatever level that you are able to afford. Some people can, there's an $8 level, there's a $25 level, there's a $35 level. You determine how much you think it's worth. I'm not sitting there saying worth is based upon what you can offer. The woman who gave two mites gave of herself. She gave more than everyone else. You see what I'm saying? <clears throat> so I'm not sitting there saying, but the higher you go on the Patreon, the more coaching you receive. Now, if it's a dire need, and I know you, Michelle, then we'll set up something. But like, if you want coaching, you want one-on-one more exclusive coaching, um, make sure you sign up on my Patreon and let's build a community over there where we coach each other. Um, and uh, I may open up some time um, for coaching one-on-ones. Usually the ones that I've been coaching for months or years gets access to that one-on-one. Um, yeah, it is weekly, Michelle. Every Saturday at two o'clock, Lord willing, I do coaching. Uh, and, and on a Zoom call, people show up and we talk. And so, um, but if you need a little bit more exclusive time, um, then we'll we'll see what your budget is and et cetera. But, but everyone can get some level of access to me for coaching. Um, but uh, get the book, The Purpose of Singleness. No, oh Lord. No. Yeah, The Purpose of Singleness, available now on Amazon. Uh, uh, this where a lot of these, not all these points, some of these points came after years of growing. Um, but you can get more. Uh, uh, this is a great book for uh, small groups, uh, church groups, single groups, individuals. Great book there. I have a ton of other books. I got my latest book that just came out called Counterfeit or Counterpart, which is essential. This book talks about how to discern people and other things in life to make sure that you're not getting a counterfeit, but a counterpart. So this book right here is a blessing. Uh, all that stuff is available on my website, imunplugged.com. Let's see. We got some comments here. Uh, Coach Josh, you better teach. Teach the truth. Hold out. Listen, hold out. I'd rather you suffer the pains of singleness than suffer the pains within marriage. It's rather to wait it out that to ensure you don't exit out when there's a relationship. Uh, which is the book on soul ties? This book right here. Uh, the uh, uh, Beige with the Purpose of Freedom is my book on soul ties. So make sure you get that book as well. Um, I think that's it. I love y'all. Uh, let's see. I got the Patreon. All y'all that's been donating support. Oh, we got some super chats. I just noticed that. But all the, man, y'all are some of the most generous people, man. I am telling you. Y'all give. Y'all help me do so much, man. Y'all help me do so much, especially with my students. Um, y'all gonna see some stuff coming out. I've been helping students to start their business, start their purpose. And y'all help me fund some of those things. Y'all also help me uh, um, develop my own resources and books. Um, y'all also help me with my how I do my benevolence, how I give. And so I appreciate y'all support financially. Um, and for those who want to support, you can on my website, IamUnplugged.com. Um, love you too. Love you too. And let me make sure I get to, I don't know if the Super Chat people said something to me. Uh, thank you, Miss C, for the Super Chat. I appreciate you. Sassy Saint, thank you so much. We need some sassy saints. 
Thank you so much for your super chat. Miranda, thank you for your super chat. Appreciate y'all for giving. Y'all helped me do so much. And man, I got some good card games coming y'all way. I got some good books coming your way. And y'all helped me do that. And but the most important thing that helped me with my mentoring program, Propel. Y'all helped me so much, man. We are helping kids find their um, exit plan, their exit strategies when they exit high school. Um, there's three things that I want kids to do. I want kids, to, they got three options. And my goal, I'm developing a program at the school. Y'all help support that. Um, education, expertise, or entrepreneurship. I'm helping kids develop their exit strategy so that when they exit, they'll have things that they can excel at. Some kids are meant to go, go to college. So it's like we help them get their education, help them go to college. Some kids are not meant for college. We help them define, uh, find expertise, whether it's welding, uh, uh, um, plumbing. We help them find expertise or uh, uh, doing hair, stuff like that. We help them find expertise so they get certifications. We also help students with entrepreneurship. So those propel has shifted because I'm no longer at my elementary school anymore. I'm now at a middle and a high school. So the, the program is different and I'm developing a new curriculum for them. So me and my wife have books that we want to create that y'all help us with. We appreciate that. Those who have been helping. But we have a ton of kids <laughs> that we're trying to help them develop their exit strategy when they exit high school. So they can either exit into education, they can exit into an expertise or a field, or they can exit into entrepreneurship. And y'all's donations and support helps us do that. So I love y'all. Y'all be blessed. Um, that's it, man. I'm going to get some eating. I've been fasting, man. I need to go get some food. Anyway, too much information. I love y'all. Y'all be blessed. Make sure y'all share, comment, all that good stuff. Subscribe. Y'all take care. Peace.